0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks for putting up with that intro music for so many episodes, y'all. I know I recorded that in a half second on an iPhone (laughs) 6. And it it could be a lot better. It should be a lot better after a year of producing. We'll get on that. Don't worry. But we're... Yeah, we're... uh, Creating a studio is a building block process. Right now, we don't have too many blocks built up. (laughs) Boy, do we have a contentious
1: kind topic of, yeah. to,
0: to talk about today and so we wanted to re- revisit this piece that we were just we we started just alluding to it in previous episodes maybe i was joking about it in a negative light
1: negative and was it i can't remember
0: even how i brought I thought it up you
1: liked it i forgot oh i think maybe we talked about it in a harry potter one because okay. It was like a book from that uh, yeah. childhood, right? Yeah, I think childhood. that's what it
0: was, like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: A childhood book that got in, into a movie, and I said I'd never seen it before. And this is probably one of the first ever hikey movies that I have not seen before, mm. or haven't seen five thousand times because I like to watch things very a lot of times, things I like so or don't like. Well, whatever. But.
0: So you're saying the high key book club is really an experiment on me?
1: Well, it's just funny. Well, it's funny because you haven't seen so many things. Oh, it's funny? It is funny.
0: (laughs) I'm sure they're laughing up at the top rows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is. Is this just because my age and especially even. It's not your
1: age. It's your alien period that we often talk about where you sort of unplugged from the world. Hmm. And I don't know where you were, but you missed a lot I'm of... I was in a
0: basement, <laughs> putting things in my body.
1: Oh, <laughs> my God. You missed a lot of pop culture things. So that's what's funny. But then you don't even remember when we watch them. Like...
0: Hey, do not <laughs> call me out live. I will,
1: on... because we watched Pitch Perfect probably like... A couple months ago, let's say, and Cameron has no recollection of Pitch Perfect.
0: So I guess I have some memory issues. I'm gonna work on that, y'all. Yeah, he's we,
1: we're working on him absorbing more. That's my
0: 2019 <laughs> resolution. Yes, <laughs> absorption. Yeah. Um, I need a leech seed. <laughs> this, we, is, this
1: is one of the few movies that cameron had seen even though i actually had probably, read the book
0: a little bit i think i got like two thirds into it i may have finished what do you
1: mean a remember. little bit you didn't even finish it's like this big
0: she's holding up her fingers
1: <laughs> like an inch
0: <laughs> not even it's like a half inch
1: i don't know i it's around an inch. it's a short book i it's even small. i even considered reading it for this podcast but i've been pretty busy mm.
0: <laughs> I remember right. It's one of those movies that surprisingly sticks well to the book, which maybe we'll talk about yes, if you've read.
1: Yes, we will talk about that. So,
0: in case you haven't heard or didn't know,
1: <laughs> we're Heike Book Club. Hey, yeah, we are. Where we book club, TV shows, and movies, and, and
0: occasionally books that are turned into movies. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's not about the books. The book club is just a term about coming together to discuss.
0: We're sorry to confuse anybody that got Yeah, confused. sorry.
1: Oh, normally we do a non-spoiler section at first. So right now we're not spoiling any part of Holes.
0: We don't want to ruin it.
1: Yeah. And then we do a spoiler part after the music. Because it's um, a treasure. Usually with older movies, we'll do a, sh- a lot shorter non-spoiler part because, you know, it's kind of more niche and people have seen it. More in the
0: know. Yeah. But are we going to maintain that for this one? Like, yeah. Are we going to keep it keep it 50 and then go to 100.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll do non-spoilers for now, but I, not more than a few minutes because right. it's it's old. People yeah. have seen it. People read the books when we were young. Right. A lot of people did. So
0: well, so I don't know anything about the story of how this got started. Holes. What do you mean? Of how like who wrote it, when it was published.
1: I I have those. Okay. I have that information. Well,
0: before we get into those details, I'm Cameron.
1: I'm Zeleny.
0: and we're happy that you could join us today.
1: And today we're covering. that's right because well cameron mentioned it like he said in in a Harry potter podcast or one of our episodes and then on twitter (gasps) or i tried to guess the whole plot just the
0: whole plot yeah
1: because i hadn't seen it and someone reached out to us on twitter and said that's not the whole because cameron said yeah that's pretty much the whole plot whatever i said and someone on twitter said
0: i couldn't remember
1: yeah because and that's that's typical (laughs) And, and then I'm on brand. The oh, it was. the person that tweeted us said I did not get the whole plot right like Cameron said and that I should still watch it. So we did and then a lot of people or not a lot of people uh, our, our <laughs> some our, fans
0: of ours t- <laughs>
1: our two fans <laughs> uh, got into an argument about whether I should or shouldn't whether it's good or or not good. There was some intense emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so because of that we decided to cover it. It's kind of a random thing to cover. It's a little niche. Is it random? I think it's a little random.
0: I don't know. I think we've done more random.
1: Yeah, we have. <laughs> but it's, it's one of the random ones. It is. But th- that's what it, where it came from. Yeah, people, so that's what people sparked ha- I mean,
0: this interest yeah. of ours to try to cover it like
1: one person loved it one person hated it one mm-hmm. person felt in the middle right it was like which one is it so we, we're trying to right we have to get to the bottom of this
0: so we're trying to focus more on our fans and what they want <laughs> and so that's why in january in 2019 we wanted to bring more of those works to yes the forefront and talk about them yes. and it also forces us a little bit to explore things that we wouldn't normally go out our way to see yeah so. i
1: definitely didn't didn't think i would watch it necessarily because i feel like i missed the bus yeah you know because it was so popular back then
0: (laughs) this is literally a book you would read on the bus
1: (laughs) yeah yeah everyone was reading it in fifth grade
0: yeah
1: i um that's what i'm saying
0: i don't know how it got so popular how it became (laughs) i
1: think it was just good it was one of those good ones like harry potter and Mm. like what else was big babysitter's club Oh, The Giver. The Giver was huge. I didn't watch that either or, or read it. <laughs> right. I didn't read any of the popular ones. Even though I read a lot. The
0: Scarlet Letter?
1: No, that's way Is later. Old? <laughs> <laughs> that's way later and hard to understand. Oh. It's a play too, isn't it? Probably. No, never mind. It's not a play. Oh. <laughs> that's the other one. Could never Holes mind. be
0: a play? Probably no. not. There's too many to- holes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, in general.
0: Yeah, what was your first impression yeah, of this first impression, after watching it?
1: it felt really fast like it definitely i can see why Mm. people that read the book enjoy it because they know the story firsthand but it felt fast especially like the setup felt very fast to me Mm -hmm. we'll get into more details well and it was kind of
0: weird how they were trying to fill in pieces of the setup along the way after they already got in yeah into it a lot
1: of the flashback stuff was.
0: we'll get we'll get into that so
1: let's talk about like the the general info so it's a book by Louis Sekar. I think that's how you say it. It was in, released in 1998. The book?
0: Yeah, the book. In 88? 98. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, 98. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah.
1: And he also wrote the screenplay.
0: That's what they were saying yes. in that. Uh, review we, we watched, watched we watched this like <laughs> hollywood exclusive background just interview. one of those
1: little interviews with like a bunch of the actors like sitting in front of the poster yeah saying stuff about splicing <laughs> scenes and yes shots. yeah they put in parts of the trailer yeah. and stuff yeah it, it was, which is rare it, uh, it, or it, it, it's kind of rare a, not as common yeah usually the author is more removed mm-hmm. and more there as like a supervisor or something yeah i mean th- that makes sense why it stayed so true and why the movie was successful because mm. there are so many like we know we know harry potter and we know twilight and whatever but there's so many book movies from books that flop so hard i'm thinking the giver
0: from the creator oh, I didn't the giver see. is
1: one of them flopped really hard there's a lot this so you're one saying
0: this movie did not flop did
1: not it did what? not flop it well <laughs> wikipedia said it was a mediocre success uh, <laughs> I, they uh, meant okay finan- wikipedia <laughs> they meant financially but like damn okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> like damn come on wikipedia's yeah. gonna say that so normally so think, at this time i guess the budget yeah
1: what so, do you think it was
0: hmm i'm gonna say it was
1: it had a good cast that i was modest. not expecting
0: so twenty five million. You're close. Yeah, thirty million.
1: Twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean,
0: like that's that's a pretty good. Pretty
1: good for a pretty kind of A-list cast, or like pretty known people in the mm-hmm. cast in general. I mean, like, they got the Sigourney. Adults. Yeah, exactly. I was not expecting that. I I really knew very little about this movie, mm-hmm. other than just like the holes imagery and then right. like the prison type setup or setting but that's it i didn't know sigourney weaver was in it that's kind of (laughs) cool
0: but like i guess there aren't that many special effects and there
1: are though they had to have special effects just to show all the holes like right the landscape the kind of drone type shots and then they had the lizards
0: the lizards
1: needed some cgi
0: but i feel like compared to most other big film budgets there's not that much cgi and they're also mostly out in this desert that is probably really easy to just find private property out in the desert right but it's hard
1: conditions
0: it is the actors
1: had to train oh for it
0: like to for staying in the desert i guess Wow. Okay. So let's see.
1: Box office.
0: Uh, do you have differences? I have. Or? I have
1: both, okay. but they're pretty similar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <'cause
0: laughs> this is not a international. international audience. Yeah. I would say domestically probably made eighty-five million less. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mediocre mm. success. I, Forty-five
0: million. Higher. That's good. Uh, Sixty million.
1: Seventy. Seventy. One.
0: I was close with my first guest. Yeah,
1: worldwide, not like the most, the greatest budget to box office ratio, but still at least positive. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's looked back on. I don't know. I I, I don't know if it's had its revival. You know, mm. maybe it's because I'm not in the fandom of holes. Yeah. But it hasn't really had... I feel like it's a little forgotten.
0: I think it's a little forgotten, too.
1: Just like we talked about Easy A being a little forgotten. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the people that liked the book and the movie back then still look back on it in a positive light. You know? I agree. I, I was also surprised by its Rotten Tomatoes score.
0: Which it is was, probably higher than we expected.
1: It was way higher than I expected. Is it 89%? No, it's oh. less than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 78 Seventy-seven. Yeah, I was surprised because honestly, the I mean, it's different to watch it as a as a kid than as an adult now. Mm -hmm. I don't have the nostalgic attachments to it, so I was able to be more critical. Well, we were both (laughs) paying attention to the editing of it, and it was messy.
0: Well, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, okay, okay. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) But yeah, just to teaser you guys.
1: Yeah, I feel like the story is cool. It's it's. Very different and unique. I'm just giving kind of my overall good.
0: You, rich, you sh- should.
1: non-spoiler review. I think the story is strong, obviously. It's interesting. It's like kind of a mystery mm-hmm. uh, type story. But yeah, some of the technical parts were where it didn't succeed as much for me.
0: You still have missed the mark yeah. for you.
1: And it, it had good actors as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And you so. liked the performances? Yeah. Good.
1: Yeah. I mean, huh. it was kind of Shia LaBeouf's big break other than even stevens like it was a big break i feel like outside of disney channel
0: yeah i mean i'm excited to get into this because i also thought the performances and story were really great but it was that on the technical end again that just it kind of surprised me it it did not look quite as polished as i was expecting yeah Um, and that's
1: why i'm surprised by the rotten Tomatoes score just because we've seen a lot of movies that are pretty low mm -hmm. generally with critics and Especially family movies, anything comedic, we see the scores being super low, sometimes too low for you know mm-hmm. for like we feel like they're taking it too seriously. Right. But this one is actually pretty highly rated. Right. In my opinion, so that's interesting. I mean, maybe I it wonder was just if, a different time. Well, so that's I'm yeah. thinking
0: if a lot of those reviews came in back when Rotten Tomatoes was really early in yeah, its form. Maybe.
1: Because it's so weird to me. We see some movies like Scooby Doo or something that are fun and well executed, and you know, right, but they're horribly rated. It's like, calm down, it's not that serious.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, Which do you think that's a good kids' movie? Like, it's a good movie for children and teenagers.
1: Clearly, a lot of kids resonated with it, and we'll talk about maybe some themes that it helps, you know, (laughs) (laughs) give kids. It's interesting that I definitely did not expect any story aside from the Shia LaBeouf with the holes like we had a lot of oh, back you, in time. You weren't
0: expecting the layered stories yes, the way that they were. Yes. I did yeah. not
1: expect that. So we'll, let's let's get into it. Let's, yeah, let's see. do it. Let's jump in. I'm, I'm trying to see if I have any other fun facts like. Okay. Facty facts. But I don't think so. OK.
0: OK. Well, now that Zeleny's checked off all of the (laughs) pre-spoiler boxes on her list for this episode, we will roll over into the second half, uh, maybe second two-thirds, and (laughs) uh, we hope that you enjoy listening. We're going to just kind of dissect this bad boy and...
1: With spoilers.
0: That's right. We're going to try to fill the holes in holes. welcome back glad you could join us again after that very long break we we got some snacks and we went and cleaned our cars we didn't none of that that. okay
1: so (laughs) let's let's get into it so the editing was whack It's basically the (laughs) (laughs) the bullet point i have here i'm sorry to those fans of holes that might or may not be listening it was whack like i was shook well between so we have the storyline of the cake that's the main flashback storyline we have other flashback storylines too we like do. with the grandfather mm-hmm. his name is elia or Ayla Aina, something like that the great-grandfather of the stanleys
0: and then there's the grandmother or the miss madam Cerrone, madam, madam Ceroni.
1: by the way she's Eartha Kitt. She's the one that Valentina just did for Snatch Game. Oh, are you yeah. serious? Wow. I didn't even realize.
0: Yeah. Side note, we're watching RuPaul's Drag Race. All Stars Season 4.
1: And yeah, Hashtag All Stars 4. Oh, my God. So, yeah, basically one of the queens impersonated... The actress that plays Madame Zaroni.
0: the queen that's gonna win. She was in
1: the bottom though, for that for yeah, that performance, she was. <laughs> which was not deserved. Which I called out say. last
0: episode too.
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was interesting. I didn't know that was her, but yeah, it has big stars. Also, yeah. Kate is uh, Patricia Arquette, who is oh. sisters with David Arquette. Also, so I- I'll call this out. I was pretty <laughs> mad about fucking kiss me, Kate in the eighteen hundreds like what having
0: kiss me kate in the 1800s What
1: kiss me kate,
0: kiss and kate Kissin oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep, Kissin kate
1: bars I, I keep associating it with kiss me kate the musical <laughs> but kissing kate she she has highlights in the 1800s okay <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah she has like 2000s chunky highlights
0: <laughs> it's weird i think that they just wanted her to be a blonde and right they ended up <laughs> it was the 2000s interpretation of blonde right
1: exactly it's not supernatural but come on it's like
0: but it is supernatural
1: she's over here with the wagons and the whatever horses
0: i mean she should have just been a like rough dirty brunette or whatever they call
1: right exactly like a natural looking (laughs) (laughs) whatever that that was kind of weird but Mm -hmm. it's just funny it was funny to look at so So we have
0: three or four storylines
1: quite yeah quite a few throughout these
0: time periods i
1: think that's what also it was it was hard to keep up with for me just being Mm -hmm. so new to it literally no back background context of it it was so fast especially the intro like how he gets to the camp yes i was like trying to hang on to every word and be like make sure i'm getting everything because and then you start getting into the past flashbacks and you're like, wait, who's this? Everyone's related, I'm sure. But how? Like, right. you know, it's like, holy shit. It's, it's a lot to keep up with.
0: There were no clear markers at, at a certain point. I mean, I think at first they were using more fade-ins and fade-outs to signify when we're Flashbacks. going back in time. Yeah. But then eventually, like midway through onward, the cuts from the past to the present were just like hard cuts in a normal scene they
1: were so random it was
0: so bizarre (laughs) i mean i had never seen anything and and they were going back and forth so quickly yeah
1: and and in weird rhythmically times there's a there's a specific sequence where it's like they're digging a lot of holes you know they're Mm -hmm. they're in like just showing like he's still digging holes at the Mm -hmm. camp but it keeps cutting back to the
0: like uh, running, Kate
1: and Sam's yeah. love triangle thing, back it, and forth. It, it's like over a song. There's right. like a song playing and over th- it. That's
0: when it was raining, right? And he comes back to the school. And yeah, he's like, I can fix that. Yeah,
1: we didn't talk about. <laughs> we will. We didn't <laughs> talk about. We will. I can fix that. <laughs> like, that's so hilarious. That's that seemed like a parody. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it seemed like a sketch from Drag Race. Like, <laughs> like every time anything. I can fix that. it. It like, so... like the way he would say it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was just so comedic to, to me. To me, it was the
0: most... It was just so, too cheesy. And they should have <laughs> known it when they were making it and filming it over and over.
1: So, okay. Let's kind of... Let's try to go in order to make some sense. Like a little bit in order. Just, okay. So, we, Well,
0: I do want to just make a uh-huh. couple more notes about the editing.
1: Okay. Or, well, I mean, we'll still talk about that. We will. Because a big deal. Yeah.
0: I mean, my big issue with the editing having just taken an editing class is you're supposed to use crossfades to indicate a change of space or time or which they, yeah. the
1: sound effect like remember uh, for me the yeah. clearest is lost how yeah. they would do like it, it was always the same sound and right. it's so like and it's a really quick sound too it's just right. like it and you know it's flashback time exactly so
0: right and and, and just having a clear sound cue like that could make all of the difference or fade to white you know that's like a or yeah dip to white is what they call it so the weird thing was that they didn't use that for a lot of the editing
1: filter like a a, a lot of cheesy family movies use that filter
0: or reality tv like we've seen right top Top models gold (laughs) and past yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, but right, those are the common techniques, and they are there for a reason to make it very clear. Yeah, this movie ignores them for whatever reason, it just
1: cuts, it cuts like in the middle of conversation.
0: But on top <laughs> of that, the when they do use crossfades, they're so not oh, justified, yeah. they're so <laughs> they'll have like
1: three seas, yeah, three shots on top of each other, fading like it's so it was trippy. bizarre, <laughs>
0: like it's so artistic, like an abstract. Yes, there like, was.
1: There was points we were commenting that it felt kind of like a experimental. It really artsy. did. Like there were some moments because it was like like where it's also when like Eartha Kitt, Madame Zeroni is like leaning in mm-hmm. and like saying the prophecy or whatever. And there's stuff there. It's just so many fading things. And that- it's so
0: weird because they'll be like in the middle of a crossfade A long one from one shot to the next but then in the middle of that long crossfade there's this other shot that they're like trying to fit into the crossfade that fades out eventually too and it's like
1: just what was that for (laughs) it's like to remind us i don't know it it,
0: (laughs) It got so messy yeah
1: it it's very weird for a hollywood mainstream movie to have those things that i expect those things from like an artsy abstract sort of right like like the things you see at a museum you know yeah. the movies you see that are just like abstract
0: exactly and so <laughs> for just being a a hollywood movie and then be a family movie yeah. supposed to be like really clear cut for <laughs> right. kids i mean maybe
1: that's why it was highly rated by critics it wasn't as like hitting you over the head hmm. with like i'm feeling this right now right like that's... you know like the very obvious saying everything over and over it was a lot quicker
0: Maybe it was because they were trying to communicate motifs in a certain way, like because there are the symbolism or certain items, certain uh, yeah items or artifacts in the movie are important, um, like the snakes or the li- the lizards. I mean, the lizard, the rattlesnake is actually a thing, yeah. and then the the uh, onions, right? The un- right. <laughs> so, I mean. I don't know why they did it, but it was yeah, just—it it definitely we called attention to it. It was bizarre.
1: Yeah, I was—I was very surprised. I expected a lot more, just like clean and simple. Yeah. Like standard. Yeah. Very standardized family movie. Right. But it had its weird moments. I think this whole like having different past flashback storylines is what allowed for that weirdness.
0: Mm-hmm. I would say so.
1: So the main storyline we have is of Shia LaBeouf, Stanley.
0: Yell Nats. Yell Nats. You figured out what Yell Nats is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: Zero talks about it, and that's how I figured it it out. Because I I would not have figured it out without (laughs) seeing it. And Zero's like, or he he talks about how it's backwards, whatever. Uh He, He gets accused of stealing the sneakers that were donated to charity because they fell out of the sky that actually zero threw at them or threw them down from a bridge Mm -hmm. at him and he gets taken away I felt like it was more that whole sequence to me felt a little more conspiracy kind of thing like the government threw the shoes down from like a helicopter that's what I was thinking I didn't think it was you know something more real (laughs) I thought it was something more science fiction
0: I mean that makes sense
1: I, it felt, Especially the way that well, the
0: movie is like set up with this scientist dad who's working in the yeah, house.
1: And the, the way it's set up to, well, the, the whole intro sequence, the way the police find him immediately. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, to me, that all felt very And like, there's no
0: court case at first. They use it as a flashback.
1: Yeah. It, to me, it, it felt like they were he was framed by the government for some reason. I don't know why. But no, it was just zero at the top. <laughs> <laughs> we find out way later about all that. Hector, Hector, that's his name. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So and then Stanley becomes the caveman, right? Or caveman, <laughs> the caveman, caveman. Right.
1: So yeah, he gets to the camp and it's it's like a basic a prison camp. They have to dig holes. They're not looking for anything. Quote it's unquote. It's not
0: a prison camp. It's juvenile detention.
1: Well, you kids, <laughs> prison. Yes. They
0: might as well be prison. Right. I think that's maybe what makes differentiates the concept is that it's prison for kids.
1: What do you mean, f- differentiates
0: the like, concept? Like, in terms of, because...
1: Other movies, you yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's different in that it's not fantasy either. That's true. Like, fantasy. Except for the lizards. That's yeah. a little fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't exist but they're mm. they poisonous lizards do exist
0: well there's and there's, there's the curse on the stanley family oh, right that they,
1: yeah there's a little magic but it, it does feel a lot more real and gritty mm-hmm. and i feel like it's it's also a popular book for boys in general
0: well yeah it, it Remember, feels very manly. i don't <laughs> know if i had mentioned it after but i was one of the first thoughts that came to my head after watching the whole movie is that all of the it was all boys at the camp.
1: Right. There's very few girls. You do have a powerful woman character with Sigourney Weaver, as usual. Yeah, but she's but also she's the, the villain. <laughs> <laughs> right, villain. No, I, I said powerful. I didn't say good. <laughs> yes. We also have Kate. That's true. And that's about it. And the mom, who's that weird girl. It's weird. They were both in Baby Mama. Stanley's stanley's mom and sigourney we were yeah small roles but whatever we just watched that too. Yeah, you wh- remember that
0: Where's steve carell why wasn't he in holes <laughs> I, don't, I don't know <laughs> you're right it's all boys so yeah he, he's the camp so it's, i guess boys like this yeah a little more it's more of a boys movie well
1: i feel like it's a little more relatable because it has a lot of like showing the dynamics of right. boy groups i yeah. guess and girls
0: kind of the bulliness that happens right in well it.
1: the whole like Proving yourself manly enough, you mm-hmm. know, th- mm-hmm. that bullshit.
0: It is bullshit. <laughs> I really I felt is. it when I, I was a kid. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like it could be relatable to boys, like trying to fit in with a group. Oh, yeah. Because it has those dynamics to the big degree because they're all like juvenile mm-hmm. sort of bad boys.
0: Well, they make that very <laughs> clear at the beginning about how they're, there's very clearly a culture of the kids that are there mm-hmm. and then the adult, adult supervision that uh, does not want to acknowledge that culture that they have, yeah. right? And so th- that is shown by how the camp counselor man refers to all of them by their legal names or whatever the birth names, whatever he called them, They're not their nicknames. And he's like, nicknames are stupid.
1: Right. Yeah, and his nickname is Mom, right?
0: <laughs> I didn't remember that.
1: I th- that's what I read on Wikipedia. Oh. Pedansky, huh. I think it's ah. his name, right? Dr. Pedansky. Did, Something like that. Did Pendansky? Mr. Sir
0: have a nickname? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's already kind of a nickname. Oh yeah. Because he ended up being a fraud.
0: And then there's the warden, who everybody thinks is a man at first, right. and then it's a big shock when we find out that it's actually this kind of hot, sexy woman.
1: Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised it was her. I was like happy to see her because Which- she comes in 40 minutes into the movie. Right. So it's like I was not expecting any new, any any new people anyway. So,
0: Wait, when was this movie made? Like, when did it come oh, out? Oh, 2003. 2003? Yeah. And then Baby Mama was like, oh,
1: Yeah.
0: Ish. What was so weird to me is like Sigourney in this movie, she's portrayed as this like attractive warden who right. is kind of like cool. And I, I would say still youthful in some sense. Yeah. Just but like still, still hot. Yeah. Right. Or maybe. But still. Well, what's funny is that in Baby Mama, like, they constantly refer to her as the old but, woman. Yeah, she's and really was old. Like, but she didn't look old to me, and I was that kept throwing me off so much in Baby Mama. But that's a side story.
1: Right. That's, that's <laughs> a different movie.
0: It's a different book club.
1: Yeah, she looked really good in this. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she wanted to be in it because her daughter was a big fan of the book. Oh. And her daughter was like, you should play this evil lady.
0: Sigourney's like, I'll do evil. <laughs> yeah. I've always been the hero, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that's cute that her daughter really liked the book. Mm -hmm. I mean, that must be such a dream as a kid for your parent to like, no.
0: I know it should be like, mama, play
1: this. Well, just that your parent can play a character that you in a book you like, you know, that's so cool.
0: It is. Your mama could have (laughs) been in the Spanish holes.
1: (laughs) Wow. Racist.
0: I mean, she could have been in the American one, too.
1: exactly she could have she was a, an aspiring actress for sure
0: so they got to the camp
1: well no we're passing that. Okay. so <laughs> he he does end up fitting in with the boys because he proves his manhood by digging holes or taking the blame or something like that
0: wait no no, no. but it's important how he gets it
1: because it, it, gets, it, it gives he, him his nickname right caveman well th- no what his was caveman
0: ni- for they because called him his caveman hair.
1: they called him caveman right away not no, not, they didn't. not as a nickname but like they said, like, you look like a caveman or something because of his hair, I think, because his hair was like kind of wild. I'm pretty sure hmm. like they, they alluded to caveman because of his looks right at the beginning, but not as a nickname because he wasn't accepted. But then later that became his nickname. I,
0: they,
1: they said it like to make fun of him. Like, oh, look at this caveman looking guy. Oh, I see. You are saying yeah.
0: Well, so they get caveman into the group. He is accepted eventually. But they were picking on him pretty hard. And oh, like yes. also there was the whole uh they, like they kind of have the prisoner polit- psychology and prisoner politics, I guess, uh in this movie in how
1: Well, there's like a hierarchy, there is a hierarchy. of like seniority, exactly. who's there the most, gets you know, you have to like like, you, even as part of the group, you still have to, like, uh, follow these rules, this these, like, societal rules with the group to, like, stay in it and stay alive, you know, to survive. Like, where he has, when he has to the, what's his name, X-Ray, I think? Mm-hmm. X-Ray tells him, like, if you find anything, give it to me first because I deserve the day off right. before you because right. I've been here, like, a million days. So exactly, that's kind of sucky. it's it's very sucky (laughs) sucky. (laughs)
0: and they bully him into doing it and pressuring yeah and
1: and then there's the whole thing with the sunflower seeds but i feel like he gains the respect a lot more because he does take the blame i think that a big thing to get you respect in boy groups is like not snitching Oh, definitely. That's a big deal. (laughs) It's huge. When he did that, that's like that really earned their respect. I I
0: mean, I remember the first time that I snitched, and oh no, I never did it again. Oh, I'm so
1: sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it was awful. It was crazy.
0: Well, like it was, yeah. It was a ninth grade. I mean, ninth grade. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was gonna be like first grade. No, (laughs) I I, I know right.
0: No, because I was like, I was not a trouble child too much until.
1: But then you were.
0: Later middle school and then high school. No, I learned it the hardest way in ninth grade when I stole something and I had a partner in crime in stealing it. And when I got caught, I ended up confessing that it was not my idea, but it was my friend's idea. Oh, no. And I told them the name and it was awful. And then I remember in the aftermath... We had come back from school after suspension, and we, like, saw each other, and he was like, yeah, my friends, like, really wanted me to beat your ass up because you told them, told on me, but I told them it's chill, and, like, they were gonna jump you after school, but I told them to back off, so it's cool, Cameron, but don't do that shit again.
1: Oh my god, that's nice of him. It was very nice of him. That's <laughs> scary. I know, uh. it was... Awful. yeah you can't you can't do that
0: yeah and he was kind of like a one of the like bigger and buffer kids in the oh school. gosh he was in the mariachi oh <laughs>
1: uh, okay <laughs> uh
0: so yeah but no it's just like a huge n- known unwritten thing that you don't snitch ever yeah and it was just weird how it took so long for me to figure that lesson out in life and then when i watch anything or read anything you realize there's a reason why
1: yeah. And and then he, this the sunflower seed scene where they someone else steals the sunflower seeds and then it gets thrown near him and he gets the blame mm-hmm. and he takes the blame. That's like a big moment for him fitting in the group. Right. I feel reels. like that's
0: when they decide to. Yeah. They're like, you're, you're cool. Accepted. Now. Yeah. Because
1: mm-hmm. that's a big deal.
0: Well, I was going to say just uh, rewind uh, hair because we needed to mention that in the beginning, the father is stanley's father is struggling to create the perfect shoe
1: no he's that trying to fix foot oh smell. He's,
0: right is he's that trying that to important? he's an inventor well it is because it comes uh, back
1: well it's just because their luck finally turns around yeah
0: well i just wanted to make that known though in the beginning because they do mention it in the movie so that right. we know that when
1: i find that to be just like fancy extra i guess like
0: I'm just trying to find like the points where they bring them up at the very beginning so that they can return to them later on, which we will return to. Will we? When the, Yeah, because <laughs> the curse has to be lifted. So well, there's yeah. a big curse on the right. Yelnat's so family. We
1: learn with all these flashbacks, there's this big curse of Eartha Kit telling the great-great-grandfather that he has to take the pig up. Something like that, right?
0: Yeah, he's supposed to carry up the, the pig, pig and to the mountain sink to it while he's washing it and stuff like that <laughs> or something like and that.
1: he has to drink from the, the the stream
0: the stream that's at the top of this mountain yeah and, and then
1: at the end he has then he to moves carry, to america right or yeah instead of the final part of the cur- or of the thing or to keep the curse from happening he had to carry her to drink from the stream at the top right. but then he moved to america i guess he forgot right and so he was cursed forever but then we get that curse broken in a descendant kind of way mm-hmm. later at, at the climax i guess is it the climax i mean i of? i wouldn't
0: consider it the climax okay. but um it's definitely like, like leading the, up the to the it midpoint it's point
1: reversal it's not
0: the midpoint reversal either <laughs> um i mean if anything it's like the low point when that happens because it's like, it's it's not technically the low point but it's that second act turning point Mm -hmm. where they achieve this new task that allows them like suddenly now they can do other things
1: yeah like the tides of turn yeah right i didn't expect this whole interracial storyline either at all Uh, starting this that these are the flashbacks with kate
0: oh right yeah and sam which they really like they tamed it down
1: oh for sure it had to be it was very family friendly like very for them to friendly. just shoot him like uh it, it's tough at, at that time period because it was like yeah i, I was like I, when i first I, I was first seeing that i was like this feels very to kill a Mockingbird territory
0: very much so um and which is what i think that the author was probably inspired communicating by- in the book, like maybe the book takes it a little darker than it is in the movie. I don't
1: know though. who knows, but I was not expecting that. That's that's pretty intense stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah they watered it down, obviously. It,
0: so, what I guess do we I don't know if we really explained the story, uh, but basically, Kiss and Kate is a teacher in the small yeah. village, and she's the only teacher, and then there are the hotshot guys on their hotshot cowboys on their horses that want to one of them wants like the leader of them the alpha male wants to be with the teacher but the teacher the doesn't want to guy. the gold tooth guy right but the teacher doesn't want to and then he goes he tells her nobody says no to you know me and oh yeah that part was definitely person.
1: very rapey like mm-hmm. I mean, that's kid, like the closest that, that was that they got to kid them, friendly right? version of rape honestly, because back then it was yeah that that kind of language is very that
0: right. Yeah. And then remind me of his name. What's his name?
1: I forgot, but it's the same name as like Sigourney Weaver's character. Oh, it's like like the same last name because it's his it's her grandfather or great grandfather. So Sam, he's like a handyman. I guess he's a handyman <laughs> in town. I don't know exactly. I mean, what and he if does. his catchphrases, I can fix that. I yeah. would think it's handyman,
0: but. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess he's like bringing some crops or something, and he they they have a connection. Uh, Kate <laughs> well, and Sam. Well, she
1: she's like, there's this leak, and he's like, I can fix that All seductively, right. and then they sort of keep fixing things, you know.
0: Right, and then so because Kate doesn't want to be with the alpha male dude, he decides to hang Sam because he's jealous. No, of he Sam? shoots him. Okay
1: well he burns down the school he does and burn down the school which is insane Sam. yeah
0: <laughs> then that's what forces kate to, to become, an become an outlaw
1: yeah just uh
0: and i guess she's kissing kate because she never got that true love that she wanted. no
1: it was because he forced her to kiss him like the the old guy forced her to kiss him mm. and was like all he wanted was like a kiss from her, you know. She that's just how she would sign off, cause you know she was annoyed at people wanting her, right? Like lusting after her, you know. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. I guess it's empowering in a way. So I think also
0: <laughs> is it important to mention that she makes peaches, no, in jars because no. I think that's what becomes the sloosh.
1: Oh, like I think
0: that was the because th- I know at one point they had the flashback of kissing Kate. Um, there were so
1: many flashbacks.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: I didn't even, I didn't realize that.
0: What Was that like Sam's old boat? So I think that that was Sam's old boat that when he was getting... Now I remember getting shot. So Sam was boating away mm-hmm. on the lake because before this desert was a big lake, luscious and everything. And then it was... I guess it was the curse that made it dry or something. So anyway, so Sam is trying to run away on the lake. He gets shot and he's in this boat. And I think that that boat... Oh. is the overturned boat in the desert. I,
1: I thought think- that was a railroad track. No. Oh, it's a boat?
0: <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, I thought it
1: was like those railroad tracks. That's what it looked like to me.
0: Oh, my God. No. Wow,
1: that, that's deep.
0: Yeah, so that boat... It, well,
1: that makes more sense.
0: But it's weird because I it does make sense and it's cool, but they only show like one small shot of Kate... Like approaching that boat in the desert or whatever, and that's, well, that's
1: where she dies, though.
0: Right, but I think that that's Sam's old boat, and that sloosh is her old preserves that were in there.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I feel like everything in this movie is all connected, like too much, obviously, it yeah. because it's a kids' movie. But they, it moves so fast. I don't, I didn't catch all of them. Like at first, I was like, oh, I wonder if Zero is related to madame zaroni right and then after it was over i was like oh i guess he wasn't like i I never gathered that he actually was
0: then we find like some theories on youtube trying to explain how others are related well, to madame yeah, zaroni sam yeah
1: they're trying to say that but i don't know but there's just so many connections and i didn't i just didn't follow all of them because i, I feel like i'd have to watch it or read the book that's why it makes sense it's a book like you actually absorb all the details yeah better but yeah that's interesting so yeah well so uh Uh, wait i'll ask you this about the book because i didn't read the i didn't read it i didn't realize there's a big weight loss plot in the book do you remember that apparently stanley Stanley was fat yeah and he loses weight throughout the movie but that was just too hard they said
0: i vaguely remember that
1: (laughs) i was just shook i was like that seems kind of important for his like character but right
0: exactly
1: (laughs) like his character development because I feel like he would be bullied more or I don't know.
0: I guess it's just hard to find. I mean, it fe- seems like they could prosthetic it enough. Well, they just but... said they d-
1: they didn't think they can make it look good enough, yeah. you know, because it's hard to make it.
0: I mean, it is hard to progressively show somebody yeah. slimming weight. They just needed a slim, sexy young kid and Shia got the part.
1: Yeah. yeah. Frankie Muniz almost got it.
0: That would have been cool. He was
1: hot, ba- hot, hot shit back then. He was. <laughs> he was.
0: He was still on Malcolm in the Middle. He was. It was weird. So I was expecting Shia to look uh, older than he was. In no, this movie. he was
1: it was his big break. Yeah. I it's oh an my aunt God.
0: introducing Shia LaBeouf. We
1: were shook so in these interviews we were watching they asked them if you were digging these holes for yourself, what would the buried treasure be you're looking for? And Shia LaBeouf is like Christina Aguilera in a sexy two piece <laughs> And we were like or I was I was shook by that, like, whoa. <laughs> okay, Shia. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and they were, like, the age that they were in the movies. Yeah, they were kids.
1: And then Zero's, like, I would look, or Cleo Thomas is his name, I think. He was, like, world peace. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so much more wholesome.
0: Shia has been known, he's always been known for his off-the-cuff remarks. I guess.
1: (laughs) I get it His
0: controversial of, theories. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm confused between him and James Franco who has more serious, like gross allegations, but
0: Well it's so weird. Like I don't under I don't know anything about Shia's controversial
1: I don't remember he had that life, he had that weird moment like, He's had a couple
0: of like I guess the weird videos. Early twenty tens, yeah, right.
1: where he had weird videos. I don't well, know. Well
0: also recently, I guess it was last year, he had another video that is. Kind oh, he of did? A thing What's when is now. it
1: just do it?
0: I think that's the one that was last year. That's
1: not last year. That's way before.
0: No, it's pretty recent. No,
1: it isn't. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, or it's he's before. Or has I'm, like the
0: white screen behind him. green and, screen, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was very recent. That's not
1: very recent. I mean, not very, it's, it's but like... It's a few years, a few years. Couple years. A couple years. Like three. Uh, <laughs> We're in 2019 here, okay. So anyway, what do the, what do the onions symbolize? <laughs>
0: Girl!
1: <laughs> so basically, Zero and Stanley run away because they're treated horribly or whatever. Yeah. And... Then they 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 end up in this boat overturned boat and have the peaches to survive off of. But then they decide to climb the, They decide to climb the mountain. The thumb looks like a thumb. Yeah. And then Stanley fulfills the prophecy of carrying Madame Zeroni up to the mountain because Zero is so dehydrated and right. exhausted that he can't continue climbing. Which the climbing they do is a little you know unrealistic. Yes. <laughs> but okay. And he carries him up and then they he they drink the water. He helps them drink the water from the stream because they're thirsty, they're dehydrated. But this is
0: also, uh, it, it, it proved that the camp counselors were lying the whole oh, time. Oh, for
1: sure. Well, of course.
0: They had claimed that the closest source to water was over 100 miles away. Yeah. So that was what incentivized the kids to stay to at run the camp away. to not run away. Yeah,
1: it seems like a, a fake... Thing you would say to kids to right. not run away.
0: <laughs> which was also just weird though because clearly the camp was doing enough shady illegal activity that you would think they would care more to not let a kid that's in their jurisdiction to run away because that suddenly becomes a liability that they would get investigated for, which is what ends up happening. What ends
1: up happening. You would
0: just think they would be a little smarter about that, not just, go ahead, run away, see how long you make it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, but it bites them in the ass because... Yeah they go up the mountain right it's also a hard mountain to climb so i wouldn't expect kids to climb it if i was an adult there it's like the
0: facebook mountain
1: oh my god no
0: (laughs) i think the onion just symbolizes perseverance it's like being able to survive it freaked me out to see them
1: eating it they were just eating it raw chunks did you know it's not actual onion you know what it was
0: uh radish
1: no, it was apple disguised as an onion. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, the way that it looked on the inside—it was definitely
1: wrapped, like or movie magic, you know. But it was apples.
0: Interesting.
1: <laughs> yes, it's just weird that it I was want an
0: bl- onion that tastes like an apple.
1: Ew. <laughs> I would,
0: I would go to a movie for that. Yeah. And so they got to the top of the mountain, and he lifts the curse by.
1: Well, yeah. Saving Zero. Well, he carried him and then Mm -hmm. gave him the water.
0: I think that the sunflower seeds are supposed to have some kind of meaning. I forget. What John
1: other? Boyd, who plays Mr. Sir, was like, I never want to see another sunflower seed again. <laughs> I believe Because apparently any, everyone on set was eating them all the time. Oh,
0: my God. Well, it's just like if you read the book, it's like every other word. Sunflower really? Why? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's all I remember from the book is sunflower <laughs> seeds all all over the place. Why
1: are they such a big deal? What do they symbolize?
0: I don't know what they symbolize, Girl, per se, but...
1: Put on your literature hat.
0: I know. Is I don't know. You don't know? I don't. Maybe complacency? <laughs> why just because he always has them and he just like it's like his comfort zone and so he's like that's his character and then if he doesn't have them he freaks out
1: but like overall to the story I mean they're just with him really so yeah
0: They just, that's his character. And he's always, I guess it was like you always knew that he was around or coming around because you could like hear or smell his sunflower chewing, seed chewing from a mile away.
1: A mile? But it's like
0: he was always chewing the sunflower. and So they always talk about it in the book. I see. So they tried to communicate that by giving us shots of the seed pouch or Mm -hmm. by close ups of his mouth chewing them.
1: You know, he's Angelina Jolie's dad. I did know that. That's crazy. It is. That's so random. He doesn't look like her, or she doesn't look like him too much. Mm-mm. He's also the dad of another an actor, but I forgot who. Sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: John McFoy was huge. but He's more of a like sixties and seventies. Right. He's late sixties. I get him confused with
1: after. the other guy. What's his name? Christopher Walken. Yeah. I get him. Com- I get him confused. Makes I always sense. think he's Angelina Jolie's dad. He looks more like her.
0: I get him confused <laughs> with one of the either Sheen's or Douglas's
1: Oh Michael
0: yeah I think it's my oh
1: Charlie
0: p- not Charlie but his oh. dad
1: oh, oh oh Martin
0: Martin Sheen is do that, I, I cool. don't know how I knew that yeah I think it Martin Sheen is who I always I see I mean we missed we did brush over him crashing the water truck
1: yeah well I don't I don't get that like how did he fall in a hole come on you're running away what do you mean
0: how did he fall in a hole there's only like thousands of holes well this is when he
1: tries to steal the truck. Which is another moment that he gains even more respect.
0: Right. Well, we're rewinding here because it's before... Yeah. uh, Before this whole... What spurs him to run away.
1: Yeah. The whole mountain thing is like close to the end because that's important. Exactly. It breaks the curse. But yeah, he's trying to run away and he tries to do it in the truck with the help of that kid that likes to steal cars.
0: Well, because it's a new... It's like the new Zero Right when Zero runs away, which we have to mention, that was also
1: creepy how they got him so fast.
0: It was like Like, that's
1: that's immediately where I was still thinking like conspiracy government, you know, something. I don't know. So it's a
0: similar type of tactic that is done in the Shawshank Redemption, and I was kind of finding some parallels with that movie in this. But I haven't seen it. It's really good. We actually should watch it. But isn't um, it violent? It's a prison movie.
1: Oh. Well, are there shanks? I mean,
0: not like gory or gruesome shanks.
1: I thought there there's was a more lot like of shanking.
0: <laughs> there's more just like shots of him trying to dodge shanks and then <laughs> they like cut to after the shank fact. Oh. <laughs> But That's scary. No, there aren't that many Shanks in there. It's more like getting serious. I always thought that was
1: like, I get that one confused with Saw.
0: Totally, <laughs> totally different movie. Which,
1: I don't know. <laughs> you're
0: wondering if there's Shanks in there it because it's Shawshank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's just the name of the prison complex. Oh, it's,
1: it, their name is really scary
0: and i and i like, hear to that to me it sounds like it. saw
1: texas chainsaw massacre yeah. like to me that it sounds like that
0: it's not a horror movie or
1: silent hill or you know it's actually these.
0: a very hopeful movie and that's what is oh. beautiful about it well who knew it's a beautiful movie <laughs> i it's so good we should watch it so okay. but uh, so the similar thing happens in there where one of the main characters throughout well i mean in holes this character runs away in shawshank the this one character dies and then gets replaced by this new guy coming into the prison pretty immediately Mm -hmm. who is also just like twitch same type of guy yeah exactly like the hotshot kid but yeah so he stanley takes this water truck mr sir's truck and runs off with it uh which he had it coming to him honestly because of how mr sir skipped the water round for him oh yeah uh, in response to stealing the seeds. So then he's like, you know what? You thought stealing your seeds were bad? I'm going to steal your truck, bro. And so... God, but he should have just... Well, like, he's a kid, so he doesn't know how to drive, probably.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I hadn't thought of
0: that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that accident probably would have killed him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess. He would not have
0: been able to just climb out so easily and He did not.
1: He did not fall in a hole because of there's too many holes he fell in because he was looking back and laughing right like an idiot (laughs) it was it was was funny (laughs) but i'm just like no look forward so you can get exactly (laughs) but
0: he's a kid he doesn't know any better i I guess. guess yeah um but no that accident was so bad that he wouldn't have been able to get out and walk let alone run across the desert right but so he was trying to, he claims he was trying to steal the truck to go find Zero and bring Zero some water out in the desert. Yeah. Uh, but Zero had slush, So
1: Yeah. So uh, the whole end is like, they remember the hole they found the, the lipstick tube in and they find the treasure that, I don't know her name, it's the Gordy Weaver's character, <laughs> the warden. <laughs>
0: Just called her the warden. The yeah.
1: warden was trying to find this treasure and they find it, but then... The, the lizards all come out and right. like get on top of them, but they don't eat them because the onion they like the onion smell or something right? That's, oh, I had
0: no reason why those lizards they said it them. they
1: said they must uh, like the smell of onion or something uh, yeah
0: well, I just want to get like get it to the like we didn't really explain how that all happened well, that's what I'm trying and, to say well, you are yeah
1: this treasure belonged to to well, they it. think
0: that it belonged to Kate, yeah. right? Because no, she's no. the outlaw. No, Kate stole it
1: mm-hmm. and then buried he, it. He thought the gold tooth guy thought it belonged to him, and then he passed that on to his kids. Made their kid made his kids dig holes, mm-hmm. and she. Kate committed suicide rather than telling them where it was mm. in the whole lake. It was somewhere in the lake, but they don't know where. It's a right. huge property or whatever. So that's what the warden's looking for.
0: And that's why they're out there digging holes. Yes. They, they claim at first that they are forcing them to dig holes just to, quote-unquote, build character. Right, right, right. But there has to be a reason.
1: Right. <laughs> and, and it turns out they're looking for this yeah. treasure. And so
0: the idea is that any Time that they they find anything interesting, they have to report it, and if the warden likes it, there's a chance to get the day off. And at first, the uh, Stanley finds like a fossil, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I get the whole day off, right?" And they're like, "Nah, this is just a fossil. We ain't looking for fossils." And so then he finds that bullet with those initials on it, and he he does give it to the X-ray, X-ray, yeah. And then it becomes problematic because. X-ray, through Stanley's advice, decides to wait until the next day to report it so he can get the full day off. So it's like they just start the day and he claims to have found it, but he moves the bullet Right, from so they
1: don't end up actually investigating the real hole where yeah. this lipstick came from, and that's why when they zero and... Because they
0: spend this whole time digging out right. trenches and tunnels around the area that right. they claimed to find the bullet.
1: Like further into right. that, that hole, but no.
0: It's an important... Just kind of like step in it all because otherwise, like they would have found that treasure a lot sooner. Yeah, they Um,
1: they remembered the whole they found it. So
0: I think it's funny how at first it could have been like it's an interesting plot device and also like this lesson device because it shows that. Well, so he had to be, I guess, selfless and give it off. And in the short term, he could have gotten that reward of getting the day mm-hmm. off. But because he wanted mm-hmm. the respect of his friends and he knew that he needed to be in that crowd and he just wasn't thinking about rewarding himself in the short term, he ended up being able to reward himself in the long term. Yeah, by with
1: millions of dollars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> with a chest that had his name freaking on it. Right. Oh, Jesus
1: yeah do you think it's all a symbol for capitalism
0: the whole thing
1: (laughs) like this concept of making like the warden making the kids dig these holes for her own treasure
0: it's more (laughs) like slavery yes which capitalism derives from
1: (laughs) well it's just i don't know that's something i saw somewhere right but just like treating the lower workers yeah not well for your own benefit
0: absolutely you know no absolutely
1: that's corporate america
0: when at the end of the day the you can't really trust the people that are in power to begin with
1: yeah i feel like that's an interesting theme to learn early on Mm -hmm. as a kid you know don't trust mm -hmm. everything in power
0: it also speaks to that angstiness that kids have the disregard for authority
1: oh well but authority can be bad.
0: yeah like that's
1: that's that's a more important lesson because i feel like when people were reading this book, it wasn't in a rebe- in a rebellious or angsty phase, like a teen phase. People were reading it in elementary or in early middle school or right. middle school. That's still like kids where you don't really you still trust adults. I feel like you you should most normal kids should trust adults at that age. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what would have made it a better sort of pay off if that was the lesson of capitalism is to not have a giant treasure chest full of actual treasure treasures in it because if that's the case then you're oh, just like a fake yeah like right it needs to be something that's not so valuable so that the lesson that he's getting is not that treasure can be found after all that hard work but the treasure doesn't matter it's the relationships that you build along the way and the people no but he's tr-
1: he still deserves the treasure no he I'm not just... saying
0: he doesn't <laughs> but I'm just saying like it shows that cap if, if that is a model for capitalism, that shows that capitalism does pay off.
1: Well, for the it, it it would have for her if she had found it. It would have. That's the thing. It just happened to have his name on it. Right. That that's the part. And that I, saved so I guess him. he
0: shared the wealth.
1: He did, yeah, with zero, and he found his mom,
0: which is crazy. I would never give him half.
1: That's a lot, but eh, if it's that much, it was millions.
0: I guess zero helped him find it.
1: Yeah, and, and he helped him dig and stuff so hmm. he was a good friend he taught him how to read that was important that was a sweet thing
0: yeah but resentfully kind of at well first. yeah but
1: in that environment it's tough yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, agree. you have to give and take
0: and it's because he learned how to read that he could read the chest oh yeah that that's a, that a cute
1: callback yeah <laughs> that it said stanley the words
0: like he doesn't know how to read
1: oh yeah <laughs> that's so mean like okay <laughs> we should
0: also mention that uh we, we didn't say that event like halfway through the camp eventually does come under investigation from yeah, it does i guess the yelnats family yeah. or whatever much i don't exactly know how all that happened like why somebody cares about stanley yelnats to like find him or whatever
1: well the parents he has parents mm. zero didn't have parents and also they they still they they were trying to prove his innocence because he was innocent like Right. Most of the... Or all the other kids did commit something.
0: Right. Whereas Stanley didn't. Right. When Zero first runs away, the warden says, don't worry about it. Nobody's going to come looking for him because he doesn't have any family or background. And they destroyed all of the records or whatever. But then when Stanley runs away, it's a bit much bigger issue. And they're like, we got to find Stanley because there are records. He does clearly have a family. And so, yeah, by the time we get to the end, it all convalesces into, you know, the moment, the climax of the investigator and the warden coming to the hole at the same time. And then realizing that a bunch of shady stuff and they, right and then they had destroyed the records of stanley and so when they find that out then
1: of zero not stanley
0: they didn't destroy stanley's records i don't think so okay
1: i don't know though but yeah they arrest everyone and it rains it's a very symbolic like fruitful rain curse lifted wow kind of thing because mm-hmm. it hadn't rained it For doesn't rain a million years right because the right. curse and we're in texas the whole time is that why it's more popular here maybe it's extra popular here because they're in texas
0: it could be honestly do you think
1: because everyone that we've talked to about this movie is from here. It's from where we're in Texas.
0: You'll tell them the state, but.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the bearded dragons. I used to have one named Mafafa. Shout out to Mafafa.
0: So were they actually bearded dragons that they painted? They were, painted? but with
1: paint and CGI. Like <laughs> yeah. non-toxic kid paint and then CGI. Hmm. The lizards. Yeah. Wow, they had a, felt a lizard expert. I feel bad they're literally, set. they're the nicest lizards at, in the world
0: and they got portrayed as the yeah, most evil yeah i
1: was like no they're so n- they're literally like they can be like dogs
0: how many spot? are just yellow spotted is that what it's called a yellow spotted yeah lizard? that's what
1: they call them yeah. but they're a lot more brown i mean we've seen them we look at them at the pet store mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes yeah i was like these are the nicest lizards like they're not gonna do anything and, <laughs> and
0: uh did they mention anything about Rattlesnake Juice?
1: Well, yeah. She has it on her nail polish, which is oh. ridiculous. And then she scratches Mr. Sir, and that was, he's so all gross. If
0: I remember right, I think that was a lot big, much bigger of a deal in the book than they did in the movie. Just like, it was a sh- kind of short scene in the movie that was right there in the middle. But I Well, feel it's like when
1: it, he finds out that, who Kate is, and that's oh, right. probably what the connection is.
0: Right. And I just... I feel like I remember that that reading that sequence of it, them going back to the warden's house was a much bigger because something that they didn't as well communicate in the movie was that, which I don't think they really needed to is that they, None of the kids had ever been inside of the warden's building and they rarely ever saw the warden or if ever. And so it was just this building that they knew where the warden was. So they constantly refer to it as that building back there that you just don't go near it or anything. And so when Stanley got to go to the wardens, it was sort of this big deal that they spend a lot of time in. But you're right. It's a big deal because of all the things that he learned. And And he sort of pieces together the puzzle of a little bit of as to why they're there. Well... (laughs) <laughs> and gosh i guess that about fills the hole
1: <laughs> wow
0: <laughs> for this episode as we always do at high Key book club we always grade what we talk about so we covered holes today it was a book and a movie we talked about the movie what would you how would you really grade this movie
1: C minus maybe is that too low?
0: Damn. Is that too low? <laughs> it was
1: low. Okay, B. A B minus. No, B. No, no, I mean B is cool. I mean B. Y- I'm between fun. a B and a B minus. It's hard because that, that editing was pretty wacky. It was
0: pretty wacky. <laughs> was pretty wacky. Um, it's hard
1: for me to get past. Yeah, I'll give but it.
0: it a, I'll give it a B minus too.
1: Really? Mhm. You can't judge me and then give it.
0: No, I, I wasn't judging you. I was just a little shocked because I never hear B- here. I guess.
1: Well, because usually it's movies I already am obsessed with. No, know. let's
0: do B- because I think it deserves a B-. minus. Okay, fine. And we haven't given anything else a B-. minus. We stay in B- and A territory here. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, be real. B-. minus. Well, wow. If
1: you have any thoughts. Actually, there was a sequel to Holes, a sequel book. Wait, Only? but it's already
0: holes. It would need to be whole
1: Wow. <laughs> for there to that. be a sequel. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> what do you call it? Like.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, there was a sequel made by the same author, but it was following x-ray and armpit. <laughs> and the like. The log line sounded ridiculous. Or like the couple sentences I saw on IMDb about it. So, if you have, especially if you've read the sequel, please let us know what that's about. Because it looked crazy there was like a pop star plot line and like uh aliens no there was Dang. like a plot line about
0: i want them to dig right up I, I, uncover let me an this. alien treasure
1: let me read this real quick because it's From pretty your, funny.
0: your new phone
1: so it was called small steps it was armpit and actually moving on with their lives two or three years after leaving camp green lake mm. the story involves a ticket scalping scheme a disabled 10 year old girl named Ginny a chance encounter with a famous pop star named Cara Dalion De- and a murder plot. There are currently no plans to adapt the sequel to the screen. If you've read that, please let us know what that's all about because I'm intrigued, but not enough to read it, obviously. Small sense. So if you've read that or if you have any other thoughts about this episode or anything you want us to cover, you can always... Email us at highkeybookclub at gmail.com or tweet us or Instagram us at book club. Okay. Wow.
0: No shout outs today? That's okay.
1: Just to my bearded dragon, my
0: <laughs> Who sadly is no longer with us.
1: I don't think so, no.
0: On that happy note, we will leave you and we hope that you've enjoyed this edition of Holes the feature film with Shia LaBeouf. What other Shia movies would you like us to cover? None. Let us know.
1: None, please. We <laughs> no can cover the CM music video he did. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, we don't know quite what we'll come back with next week, but we hope that you'll tune in then. Thanks, as always, for joining us. We really appreciate you being part of the high-key family that we're cultivating here. And until next time, you will be hearing from us.